welcome back to our coverage from the Analog Spotlight event in Nottingham. In this episode, you're going to hear from the likes of Intrepid, Lester Lo-Fi, James Lane, Solacan, and many more. The next event like this will be part of the photography show at the NEC in Birmingham, which takes place next March. So if you enjoyed this, then keep an eye out for news on that. Until then, enjoy the rest of this show. Okay, I have collared slash rescued from the show floor. Some of the hardworking people who have helped put this event together today, I say help, I mean really <laughs> done most of the legwork, I think. First off, we've got Alicia here from Lenswear. Alicia, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. A bit sleepy. A bit sleepy. <laughs> is this a normal thing or is this just your general state of being? Uh, it's probably just my general state of being, to be fair. But like, <laughs> a little bit exacerbated by yesterday, but yeah. It sounds like yesterday's pretty mad. <laughs> Dan, also from Lenswear. Hey, how's, how's everyone going? Uh, <laughs> I, um, Live I don't really know why I'm here, because I've not really done that much of the organising, but I'd like to say that I've been supporting Alicia while she's been doing the organising. Which is very important in its own right. And also the wonderful Molly. Molly, how are you? Molly from Eclecticrome, everybody will know you from your Instagram. Um, Hello. Just a general awesomeness. Hello! Yes, it's, um, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's, it's been awesome. Um, I've clearly lost my ability to speak, so... Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's, yes, it's, um... It's the six-foot-long microphone that's being thrust into our <laughs> I know, it's great, isn't it? The feeling of... the it's feeling like of billboard on the end of it. <laughs> what I love about this is you just know the moment you go, hump into someone's face. It's the best way of muting them instantly. <laughs> so, um... Alicia, let's start with you because Nottingham, your home city, um, your your actual you. So you've got a bricks and mortar store now. You're telling me we yesterday. We do, we do, yeah. So that happened uh, last year. So we, I think, we had a podcast with you, and when yeah. we had the podcast, we were running our business from home still. Yeah. But I think we were talking about hopefully moving. So we were looking at that time at different places, and then we finally found somewhere. It's in the Creative Quarter in Nottingham, which is a great sort of vibrant creative community of businesses and like so it's kind of where part of where we are right now is part of that creative quarter so and it's just like yeah it's really good to be there we've been there for like just over a year now just over a year and we well it took us about six months to renovate the place because it was just the two of us and like family members it it looked horrendous Um, (laughs) when we first got it it was gross (laughs) we we officially opened in March. March. Yeah, so, so we did it for the, we did a She Hearts film, um, Ex Lensfair photo walk in March, and that was like our official opening date. So like, because um, we were saying to Emma, like, we still haven't finished everything yet, we haven't opened. She's like, well, this will be like good incentive for you to get, like, get it open and just sort of like get things <laughs> yeah. together. So it was, and yeah, and it was nice. So we've been open since then. And um, yeah, it's been going really well, really good. Like, another like sort of facet to our business I guess like a different type like people that don't know about us and then just kind of wander in and then become customers which is really nice a physical place for people to actually come so I feel like that helps build trust and Mm -hmm. like you know having like repeat customers and things so it's been really good so if I I mean I obviously I'm gonna assume you're close today what would you being here and it being yeah. Sunday and all. Um, but if I was to walk well, into... on Sunday anyway, yeah. Yeah. If I was to walk into the Lens Fair shop, what am I going to find in there? So we... When we originally moved there, it wasn't really meant to be like a public-facing space. It was just going to be like our workspace. So mm. like where we can pack our orders because we, we've mainly been online. Mm. And then obviously we do like the refurbishing and then Dan started doing like offering repairs externally. So we're not just repairing our own stock now. 
we're like offering it as a service, which is good. So it was really good, just going to be like a pick up and drop off point for maybe people that are local, because we we actually were finding that we had a lot of local students um, in Nottingham that would like buy from us on our website or Depot and then messages and they'd be like, can we come and collect? And it's just like, not from our home. <laughs> so it was kind of meant to be a point like that. But then once we moved into the area, we were just like, oh, okay, maybe we should have some sort of semblance of like being open. So we have a bit of our stock on display. Like when you walk in, like you can see everything that's going on. So people can see like the little repair desk and the little refurb desk. And it's just kind of like, and there's like a, we've got a really cool film fridge with neon lights in it. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, like when you come in, there's like a nice counter. We've set up a little like sofa. There's a record player. There's always music playing and people can, yeah, you can come. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, people come and like, just like hang out with us sometimes. Like we really wanted it to be a space where like, it's so it's not just like, it's not strictly a shop. So we don't have like, you know, rows of cameras everywhere. They are still sort of in yeah. like sort of stops. we get like we have like the chat on the um the website don't we like yeah and then like there was the the um john and he just drops a, a message on the chat and he's like pop the kettle on yeah who is this and he, he turns up and then we just kind of sit there hang out like it's really cool tea, like, so yeah. less of a shop more of a vibe i think so it's like it's kind of we wanted to create a space because we want to do some workshops and stuff and like yeah, we just wanted to create like a, a bit of a space where you, you can come and purchase cameras. We've got a bunch of photo books. There's like, so there's a little bookshelf. You can just come and like look at some photo books or zines we're collecting as well and things like that. And just like yeah. sort of hang out. We're, we're kind of, we're really good friends with the uh, the guys over at Make It Easy Lab, just over by Nottingham Station. And we've spoken lots to them about kind of having something that complements their service. Yeah. So like we send people over to them all the time and we and get people coming down to to speak to us all the time and so that it's just a kind of the way we've kind of slotted into the the community here in nottingham it's been really really and the the photo community here in nottingham is is amazing yeah Yeah, it is really really good like they're so supportive we were like accepted straight away and then like having people come to the shop and be like oh my god like you're here and like it's so good to have a space like this because there's not many dedicated film camera store like film camera store like bricks and mortar places so, and then even like the local London Camera Exchange um, send people to us yeah. <laughs> as well. And it's like, you know, in theory, it's like a competitor, but like the community here is just so tight that they love recommending people. So it's like, and we mm. recommend people to them as well. So it's been really good. Like, I mean, obviously you can still come in and buy our cameras, yeah. <laughs> which, we, which people do. We, 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 you, we yeah. will sell you, We still stuff. sell cameras I and we sell films. <laughs> so like that's still like, yeah. So we do, we sell a lot of film but in stores. Mostly you make tea. <laughs> we sell a lot of film but like yeah so there's like things so yeah it's kind of like just a complimentary part to what we already offer it's awesome it's nice to have somewhere to go especially when you're when your hobby is a very solitary hobby it's nice to just think i can just go to this place and there'll be people i can just chat to about this stuff i mean like that's what the analog spotlight is yeah yes there's amazing talks going on which i know have been a real success the last well certainly yesterday with just gonna start kicking them off today and you've got all the vendors here with an amazing selection of stuff but more than anything it's just a great social get together it's just i won't like meet up yeah it's fantastic <laughs> I, mean, honestly, I didn't get here until five o'clock yesterday but i just walked away all my friends are here. It's fantastic. Molly, This you didn't get to come to last year's, did you? I did. Oh, you yeah, did? I, I was like an attendee this, I was an attendee last year. So I came as like a, 
a community member. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that didn't deter you from getting involved this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it. It was super energizing. Like just because mm. like, like catfish keeps getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> they sprang this on me, by the way. This podcast, head. like. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's been it's been amazing because where where I um, am living now in Cardiff, yeah. Wales, um, I don't know too many. There's not many like film specific. There's definitely not any film specific stores. There's one camera store. Um, not too many people around that like are just so jazzed about like uh, analog and film. So it's so nice to have a place to go. Like last year it was in Worcester, um, which actually wasn't too far. Yeah, um, but Worcester's it was just closer. Yeah, that's the one problem I have with Nottingham is it, it's further away from me. Could you move it? I, I like Nottingham. But I've never been here before. It's, it's, it's awesome. like a pretty awesome yeah. city. Yeah. But could yeah. you move it close? Could you yeah. move it a little <laughs> further south, please? We're, we're, we'll take requests <laughs> for next year's location. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody, uh, make sure you throw out where you want the next year's one to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is awesome. It's a, nice to have a place for people to come and meet yeah. other uh, people that love film as much as they do so. yeah so i mean I, I very much doubt that alicia catfished you into this how did you end up <laughs> well i say very much doubt i mean it does seem like the kind of thing alicia might do actually but um how did you end up getting brought into the fold wrapped up in all of this i don't even remember <laughs> how drunk were you like one day she just appeared and we're like That's okay sure. like i guess I guess you're doing this with <laughs> Just, just watch, just join the Zoom meeting randomly. Hamish yeah, sent me the link. She, she somehow like found the login and like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I actually really don't remember either. But we were really happy that you came along when you did. Well, I think um, so. I I sort of jumped into doing the news for with Hamish at 35 MMC, and I think then because him and Holly and you guys were all connected oh, and doing yeah. part of the group, yeah. Um, Nobody basically wanted to do the social, so they were like, do yeah. you want to do it? That is right. That's exactly what happened. But then you just completely um, were amazing, and then you weren't only doing the socials. You were just like, guys, does this need to be done? Does that need to be done? And you were, like, so proactive and, like, just ended up becoming just completely indispensable, like, almost immediately. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely like a team effort. Like everybody's pitched in. Like Dan says, you didn't really do much, but like, I mean, you were stuffing goodie bags like for ages. So that, oh. that's important. That's important. well, I did. This is, I did yeah, fix, this is the key work. I, I mean, did really. fix the, the wonky projector yesterday morning. Yeah. So there we go. There Not, I'll take credit for that. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. And but. moral support is uh, probably one of the most important. Things needed. Well, this <laughs> is, we're we're really scraping the barrel on. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. Like, I, I oh, get the impression yeah, that you held the door open for someone. <laughs> no, but I do like. I think while while Alicia's been because she's been really heavily invested in kind of getting stuff organised, um, and it's taken her away slightly from our day to day business. So I've, I guess, in my way, I've kind of taken over on, on that side yeah. of things. And Pick, that, picked up the slack that she's just exactly. casually dropped. Basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she just dropped the ball for the past yeah. month or so. On, on the thing that earns you money, just to clarify. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, no, we just, we just anything that pays the bill. Uh, yeah, like, well, yeah, we don't, we don't earn any money from yeah, This is all, all volunteer, 100% volunteer. Yeah. We, actually, yeah. someone was saying to us the other day, it's just like, oh, like, I think he just assumed that we were compensated in some way like we earned something or like there was profit being made 
And then I was just like, no, he's just like, oh, um, like not even like 50 quid. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, like just, and then he's just like, should I slip you some money or something? I was just yes, like, we will like, accept, we will accept yeah, we'll bribes. Accept donations. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if, if you're wondering, will, will they, should, should I slip these people 50 quid? Yes, it's clearly yeah. the answer. Yeah, that's. Or free cameras or film. Or free yeah. cameras or film, yeah, any of this stuff. Anything we'll, we'll take it. So as you were saying, you've been dealing initially and ongoingly a lot with the social media side of things, but by the sounds of it, with an awful lot of other stuff. So, I mean, you've already done day one, and, and I think we're assuming at this point that Saturday is probably going to have been the busiest day. Yeah. We're not expecting to be quite as busy today. How do you feel it went? Um, really well. Like I, I, So last year we had a stall, so I didn't get a chance to really see as much of the event as I would have liked to. So it's kind of like, I just heard that it went well, but I was mm-hmm. mostly at the stall. So this year we made a conscious decision that we weren't gonna have a stall. Also, we didn't wanna take away from other people having a stall as well, like having other businesses come and join. Um, and so we've actually had a chance to like, I've seen all the talks, which is, and they've been amazing. I've proactively been going around speaking to people like so stallholders and you know, guests and things. And everyone has said that it's been brilliant. And I've seen that firsthand for myself as well. I think it's gone really smoothly. Mm. So, and everyone seems to be having a good time. So yeah, I'm really happy with the turnout. Molly, you seem to have been like welcoming and greeting people whenever (laughs) I see you. You've been just been this amazing (laughs) beaming presence on the front door as people come through, just making them feel welcome. How's it been for you? Um, It's been, uh, I mean, it's slightly overwhelming, just like how many people have, like yesterday, we just had so many people. Um, And I mean, I I love it because I've saw some familiar faces, I met some new people, um, but everyone I talked to, you know, I was like, you know, how's it going? Are you having fun? And they're like, yes, this is awesome. Uh, So yeah, from sort of my side of things, it seemed to go really well. Um, I mean, we did have a slight toilet emergency, but, but that was that was quickly fixed. Um, no, we, we, you, sorry, just what was like, So I, I don't know what happened, but several of the toilets, or at least three of the toilets were blocked yesterday and they, and it flooded. So like, I, oh. it was flooded. They were like mopping, they were like, there's yeah. water everywhere. So they had to close the main public toilets. So yeah. That's a, that's a level up from, Toilet emergency last at last year's one when you. Oh, I dropped your my phone. phone in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's way more. Yeah. yeah. She's, had, yeah. she's had shitty reception ever since. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's why Dan's here, everybody. Oh. <laughs> um, tell. Okay, one thing. So this is a thing that's come up in conversation with a couple of people I've been chatting to, but I don't think we've actually talked about it on air. So, one of the things that you had going on yesterday was the photo walk, mm-hmm. um, which I gather a uh, photo walk for 30 people, who had 30 spaces. How did that go? Um, well, <laughs> definitely more than 30 people came. <laughs> did, did everybody go? Basically, I feel like the entire venue left, including uh, probably some of the vendors. <laughs> no, but there, there was a lot of people. I feel like there was maybe about 70 people on the photo it was walk. Def- yeah. yeah. There was in excess of 70 people. Yeah, like it was, it was really, but like by the time I took a photo and I think we'd lost a bunch of people by the time I took the photo, but... There's still at least like sort of 50 people there. So. This, yeah. this is the thing that blows my mind is that, I mean, a, a group that large anyway is insane. But my admitted, limited experience of Nottingham is that Nottingham is a city designed to get lost in instantly. <laughs> it's like a labyrinth. You, there's just, it's insane. So, I mean, how many people you, you started with over 70? I'm guessing you ended with a dozen. 
Um, no, we still like. I think we probably had at least at least uh, forty people yeah. come back yeah. with us. So, and then everyone else like sort of found their way back here eventually. Say, no, at some point. The other yeah, <laughs> yeah, we still haven't They're seen still them come back. <laughs> like, so we put posters up. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, they paid already. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> they might be doing loops of the ring road or whatever. Yeah, but, they're yeah. just like still wandering around with their cameras. Um, but we have another photo walk today, and um, that one's going to be with Dan and I, um, again with Kodak, so there's going to be more free film. I believe it's all signed up for already, I imagine. But there was like two spaces left when oh, I left, right, when okay, I left yeah, my post. So, <laughs> so yeah, but this time we've created a WhatsApp group um, and a little QR code so that... And it will be a different route. It will be a little different, it will be a different route, yeah, yeah, and then we'll like drop a pin periodically to show where we are, so yeah. hopefully we'll keep everyone. I, I did, I did see... Paul giving very sort of giving the look to my 30 people <laughs> I just want to say we did bump it to 40 so, <laughs> so we, we got more wow. people in there uh, <laughs> yeah. the immovable object that is Paul Mackay but alright the 40 40 right. Let, let's call it 70 if we done oh, yeah there'll probably be 100 <laughs> yeah yeah so you've said that you've made a point, Alicia, uh, of not having stall this year so you could um, get around more. And Molly, I, have you had much chance to kind of actually get around and see what's been going on? I, ha- I haven't much. <laughs> I, I've been on the door mostly just like, because I mean, people have any questions or saying hi and welcoming. Um, I have walked around a little bit because I did want to make sure I get some social stuff. So <laughs> yes, please send. Yes. Oh, anybody, if anybody has any uh, stuff from the event, please post it on socials and tag us and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I did have a, a little chance. Oh, so when the photo walk left, um, we did have, I got a chance to see an amazing talk from um, Alex from Straight 8 all about Super 8 and shooting like Super 8 film and it was just like, it was so good. Um, so yeah, that was awesome and yeah, everything, I mean, it just, it's been great. <laughs> I don't know, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not going to ask you to pick your favourite of the talks and stuff because that would be uncomfortable, although you, that's the only one you got to see so that can be yeah, your favourite. Yeah, straight 8. <laughs> well, actually, I will just ask you, what was your favourite talk yesterday? Um, and what was your I least mean... favourite? Who did you least like? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, all of the talks obviously were, were brilliant. I think one that I was already, so I'm a little bit biased, so one that I was already really looking forward to was Jim Mortram. Yes. So he is a social doc- documentary yeah. photographer in the UK and he's, he's absolutely brilliant anyway. And uh, I've seen him do talks before and I just knew it was going to be good and I just, I was really looking forward to that. Um, so I thought that was brilliant, but I knew it was going to be. Um, but like, honestly, every talk that I saw was great. Like um, Nakash, uh, who is a sort of like fashion photographer um, and the local photographer here in Nottingham. He did a great talk. Um, we had Dan from Make It Easy Lab doing a talk about developing your creative practice mm-hmm. and how to get funding and just kind of like ways to approach your photography and just make sure you still keep it fun. And, you know, so it's not always just about kind of like being a freelancer earning money and mm-hmm. those sorts of things. Like um, obviously the Ilford talks as well, like choosing the best Ilford film for you, setting up a dark room, like every single one of them has been brilliant lots of different, like very varied and something for everyone. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I can't, I can't fully pick a favorite, but I was really looking forward to Jim's, but everyone that I saw was, was really good. So yeah, they're all really good, but Jim's yeah. was the favorite. Just let's, <laughs> let's make that clear. I mean, I, I'm, I'm quite good. I missed seeing Jim because yeah, I mean, I've, I've spoken to Jim and his book is amazing and it his is. work is just incredible. Yeah. I think it's just um, very touching. Yeah. On, on, on an easier question then, we've got the vendors here. The stuff, the stuff for sale. So much stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, Mo- Molly, 
If you could have one of the stuffs... Oh, no! What's, which, which of the stuffs would you take? Let, let's say when no one's looking to go and steal from somebody's table, what are you stealing? Oh, we're not, I don't we're not know. advocating stealing. <laughs> I mean... So, I mean, just to... I, can so I take got, one thing from every table? No, no. That's, that's grand larceny. Yeah. Minor theft we're okay with. Grand larceny. Um, okay, I, well... Hmm. I mean, you've got the Alfie Titch, you've got the can, you've got... Yeah, and, you know, the, yeah, and we like so my Steve first Steve Lloyd's table of amazing delights. Yeah, I, I want I just want something from every table, but um, and then we've got Emily who does this amazing yeah. analog T-shirts, which I, mean, I think I is so unique. I haven't had a chance to like, look at those yet. Oh, yeah, I think I would take a T-shirt from Emily. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be my yeah. Okay, is that is that same? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I think I think Emily's a cool one because like everyone else that is there is obviously quite obviously sort of has some link to analog photography. And then Emily's there is like, you know, like she does like the merch side of things. And I just think that's a nice sort of compliment to, to yeah. everything that we offer. And so I think, yeah, I would say her store. She's got some really cool things like prints and stuff like that. So. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going to see I, I, Screen printing is something I know nothing about. And then I was talking to Simon Forster a few weeks ago, just talking about who was going to be here. I said, oh, there's somebody there doing screen printing. I don't understand. And Simon's like, oh, screen printing is awesome. Yeah. Oh, you need to go find out about screen printing. It's very okay. analog. Like, and she, the made, she made these as well. Like she, yeah, um, she made the t-shirts. So the bags, the goodie bags. The yeah. goodie bags, so. yeah. So, so your goodie bag was uh, hand, hand screen printed. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's awesome. the right terms. Well, I will let you guys get back to shop floor and go and see what the crowd's like. We're, oh God, now. And what time does it all wind down today? Um, I think today might finish a little bit earlier. So probably around five, yeah. do you think? Yeah. yeah. So last, yesterday was six, but, but really it probably finished around like 5.30 anyway after yeah. the giveaway. So. Yeah. We'll I think when I turned yeah. up, everybody went, it's done here. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I think we're done. Yeah. So yeah. I think probably a little bit earlier, maybe five, maybe a little bit earlier than that. So well, still a long day. Still a long day. <laughs> Guys, great work. A fantastic event. Oh and it's so nice coming to your city. So nice coming to see it. And yeah, I, I do actually want to go and take my stuff to your shop later. I want to go see that too. So. Oh, yes, okay. and thank you so much for being here. Yeah. I said, it's a live reporter. It's a reporter. So obviously you guys are at Lensfair. That's where people need to be going. And yeah. your website, is it lensfair.co.uk? Yeah, uh, dot .com. Dot .com. .co.uk will go there anyway. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Molly, you're at Eclecticrome on Instagram. On Instagram. Yep. Um, or I also just, if you, any news or blogs, I do write at 35mmc.com um, or Eclecticrome on YouTube. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> go to all those places. <laughs> to do it because she's a YouTuber. Like. She's a pro. She's a pro. Smash the like and subscribe button. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, smash that like and subscribe. Yeah. And be sure to hit notifications if, if you like spam. I don't know. It's the new Netflix and chill. Yeah, subscribe. Alright, thank you so much guys. I'm here now with the fabulous Naomi Davidson on the intrepid stand at it's always great to see you guys at these things. How's it been the last couple of days? Yeah, it's been really good. Um, had a little bit of a setback because my colleague Josh came down with COVID, so he couldn't come. So it's just me today. Um, I couldn't rope anyone else in. But yeah, today, yesterday was amazing. It was, we, it, yeah, really busy. Spoke to loads of people. Uh, nice mix of people. Uh, some people that I've met before at shows people that already have our products and also loads of new faces which is always nice so hopefully today will be similar yeah it's really it was interesting like my own personal reaction when i was looking at the lineup of things here 
And I'm at the point now where when I see Intrepid on the list, I can go, oh, it's one of the anchors of the of the analog photography world now. You you guys feel just so so much of a core part of it now. And yet the company still, how old is Intrepid at this point? Technically nine years, so it nine is years. fairly established. Um, yeah, it's nice to know nice to know that we come across as like a, an anchor in the analog photography world. Um, I think we've definitely grown quite rapidly in the last sort of five years or so, and obviously expanding into doing the enlargers and especially making the compact enlarger, which is for 35mm and 120 photographers. I think that's helped us grow a lot as well because we've now just not... We're not just appealing to people that shoot large format, we're also appealing to everyone else who shoots film, basically. Yeah, the enlarger has been a huge hit, hasn't it? I know a lot of people who are either space limited or just don't have anywhere they can set up a permanent darkroom. Your enlarger is a perfect option for that because it's not only does it do a great job, but it really packs down small, you can clear it away easily. It seems to have been a really huge... I mean, is that your biggest seller at this point? It's, I would say... Um, completely balanced between the the classic wooden 4x5 and the compact enlarger so they're sort of like sales wise usually about the same each month um, and the black edition 4x5 we sell a lot of as well that's probably the, in third place but yeah between our sort of classic original um, plywood 4x5 and the compact enlarger those are our two top selling products so can we talk a bit about the 4x5s because we were saying before we started recording that that those cameras now, they went through, I think, are we on version four now? Five. Version five now. So they went through quite rapid iterations almost every year. But you're now at a point where it's like, yeah, these are settled there. So talk to us through the 4 by 5 or the, or the, the large format cameras, what, what they are and why they're the way they are. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, as you said, we're on the fifth generation of the Intrepid 4 by 5 so it's come a long way. If you look back to the first one, it was completely wooden, um, much more clunky, um, and yeah, just the, we've just refined the parts. We've also got a, quite a big team now. There's 11 of us, including myself and Max, and most of those people either work on production or product design. So in the last few years, yeah, we've really been able to refine not only our workflow, but also the design of our products. So the current uh, 4x5 camera, the Black Edition also uses the same features, so both of them are the same, basically. It's got, um, so we, we've got a, like a reinforced aluminium base with linear focus, which means that the whole camera is really stable and sturdy because yeah. the base is so sturdy and obviously it's quite solid, but it's still really lightweight. Um, we've got dual front standard controls, so, all the movements on the front can be done independently. We've also added click stops now, so that when you zero it, you know you can feel it click into place, That's which is really great. satisfying. Yeah, I, I had the Mark IV, and yeah, yeah it's, it's one that, it just helps, especially when you're in a hurry to go, oh, yes, that's... Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, like with any features, that was something that people asked for, yeah. and most improvements that we will, we've always made to the cameras or any of our other products will come from user feedback. So yeah, things like having zeroing stops. We've also got, there's a ruled guide on the base of the front standard, so you know exactly when it's zeroed, and you out in the field, it means you can do that really quickly, so you're not sort of fumbling around. You can see instantly when it's zeroed. Um, 
the bellows are now removable, so we've actually got one of the cameras here that has got new bellows colours, they haven't been released yet, but because the 4x5 has removable bellows, it means you can get, you could change the colour of the bellows, which is obviously just an aesthetic thing, but um, it also means it's easier if anything ever happens to your bellows. And we're going to do bag bellows as well um, at some point, which is really useful for wide angle lenses. So yeah, just super refined and a few new features that will, yeah, sort of prolong the life of your camera, I guess, and make it super versatile um, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing, and the Intrepid camera was very much, when it started out, it was the entry point for people into it. And, and I think I'm going to say fairly confidently that if you want a 4x5 field camera, it's still the most economical way to get into the market, but at this point, it's also a much more refined product. It's a much more robust product, because that was the thing with the earlier, that they're good, but... They weren't as rigid, they weren't as robust, and that seems to be where a lot of the improvements have come from. Um, so how much, uh, how much does a 4x5 camera cost these days? So the, the wooden 4x5 is 340, and the back edition is 380. So yeah, as you said, still very affordable when it comes yeah. to large format cameras, um, even compared to secondhand ones, um, obviously compared to like new cameras like the Chamonix, it's way, way cheaper. Um, but yeah, also, it isn't just an entry-level camera. It's got parts now that you would see in much higher-end cameras. The reason we can keep costs lower is because we actually now make quite a lot of cameras. So we're making them on a larger scale. It's, they're still hand-assembled, and most of the parts are still made in our workshop in Brighton. But we've got a bigger team, and we're just making a lot of cameras, so we can afford to still keep the costs low, but have more what would normally be more high-end parts, um, whereas a lot of other companies now that may be making large format cameras are still very small companies, so it's very much just like one or two people hand-making something. Um, but we've obviously, yeah, it's nice that we've been able to retain the, the handmade elements and still do everything ourselves, but also do it on a bigger scale. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Intrepid cameras, I was going to say always, the first, the first model maybe wasn't there, <laughs> but they've been great for a long time. They've only yeah. ever got better and better. And the fact that you're buying a camera from a well-established and good-sized camera company means that if you have problems, you know you can go back. You know, if you've had something for five years and suddenly something's, there's a problem, like, oh, I need something repairing, you can do that. If you buy a second-hand camera, those companies are often not going to be terribly helpful with that. So uh, it's fantastic. Um, other than the cameras, Neil, and I just what have you guys been up to lately? Yes, we've we've been a bit quiet in terms of releasing new products. We've released some really cool accessories. So we've got a recessed lens board, which um, means you can comfortably shoot wide-angle lenses, so 75 millimeter lenses. That's something people have asked about for ages. Um, so we basically were like, we might as well do it. We've also released a um, a viewing hood so instead of just having to use a dark cloth it's kind of similar to what you might find on a waist level medium format camera so it's like a pop-up hood and it means if you're out and about you can you don't need to faff around with putting a dark cloth up you can just literally open the back focus take your photo so we've had a few nice accessories come out in terms of big products obviously haven't released anything since the cameras last year the new model of the cameras last year but we're also working on some really exciting 
new products. Um, one is 4x5 film holders. We've been testing them so much, we don't want to release them until we're like 100% that they are completely lightproof and work amazingly, work as well as something like a Toyo film holder. So they will be coming soon. And then we've also got two more things. One is the premium edition 4x5 camera. So it will be a bit more of a bespoke model, um, obviously a bit of a higher price tag. But I think it's something that people ask about a lot. And if you wanted a bit more of a special 4x5, um, and it would be made from like a hardwood as well. So yeah, that's something we're working on. And then the other one that's even bigger than that is we're working on a lens. So we haven't said much about it yet, but um, we've been testing and working on different designs. And it's come along quite it's coming along quite well, so that's that will be a Kickstarter and um, probably next year. But yeah, not too much to say about that yet, but we're very excited about that. This is great. I mean I and this is the thing that we're really starting to see more of now is the steps being taken to reduce the reliance on old stuff, on old film holders, on old lenses. We need new things and I'm just so pleased to hear that this is the direction Intrepid are going because the cameras are fantastic, the enlarge is fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about this stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so, film hold, you say next year looking for the lens, hopefully. It'll be a Kickstarter, yeah. so um, we will yeah, launch a Kickstarter to crowdfund it. Um, but we've, yeah, I think we've already, we've been developing it for a while, sort of behind the scenes. Um, and we'll start to release more about it in the next few months and then once we've got more of a solid date we'll be able to announce that as well. And what sort of timescale for things like the film holders? Film holders is pretty close to being ready to launch. Um, could be by the end of the year, might be early early into 2024. Um, but it's yeah, it's very close to being ready. We're just doing some final tests and then we'll start sending it out to a few photographers who shoot with 4x5 cameras loads yeah. to test as well. Um, where's the best place for people to be following you guys to be kept most up to date with all this stuff? Um, I think Instagram is our is where we post most of our news and obviously our mailing list as well. Um, so yeah, sign up to the mailing list, follow us on Instagram if you don't already, and yeah, we'll keep you updated. Awesome, no, thanks, great, have a great day. Thank you. I'm here now with one of the absolute stalwarts of the analog photography community. It's the wonderful Sam from SolarCan. Sam, how are you? I'm wonderful. <laughs> Incredibly happy to be here. Uh, it's the second day of this show and we're doing very well. It's busy, vibrant, bubbly, colourful, and it's just been made better by my favourite podcaster, Walking Over. <laughs> Is that enough sucking up for you? That's fantastic. you get your money in a minute. Um, Sam, you're here with a table just full of of the, your lovely goodies, the Solacan, the Solacan, is it Solacan Classic now? Is that what we're calling That's this? That's right, yes. Yeah, Solacan so Classic. And the Puck, which, so what is it, a year and a bit since the Puck was released? Well, the, the last analogue spotlight, we were just releasing it. Okay. So that would have been in Worcester. And now we're in Nottingham with the product made, built up, a variation on it already. We've changed the packaging, etc. Uh, so t today is the first time we've really sold it. Uh, within an analog crowd rather than just being online and yeah it's been extremely popular sort of mind-blowingly popular compared to the solar camp classic really yeah. Yeah. 
Why do you think that is? I mean, you've, now you've had a year and a half of selling these things. What is it about the puck that's really speaking to people? Well, there's lots of different answers for this. Uh, one, it's a new product. So everyone might have the solar account already. They've already tried it and they know how it works. Uh, it could be the fact where we've made the improvements on what the solar cam puck is, the improvements to the original solar cam, which has made it more appealing to people who haven't tried it in, in, in the first place. But thirdly, it might be my own enthusiasm for it. So I uh, tend to gravitate towards telling people about the puck rather than telling people about the solar cam. I think that speaks more about myself, really. Uh, and the way I want the business to go. So it's sad to see all these soda cans stood there, yeah. uh, which would usually be the top seller. Uh, but on the other hand, it's wonderful seeing this massive pile of puck, soda can puck. <laughs> this sort, massive sort. pile of puck. Yeah, which I know, doesn't that, sound like a good thing, does <laughs> yeah. it, when you say it like that? <laughs> that, was, that came out. <laughs> yes, I hadn't thought of that. Well, yeah, it's been going down anyway, let's say, and uh, they'll probably be sold out by the end of the day. Yeah. And so. Uh, it's one of the things that I must always be mindful. People might not know. So the solar can was the, the original. I mean, I everybody should be familiar with the solar can. It's a tin can, long exposure, you know, months, years in some cases. Um, the classic solar can zone. The puck, I'll let you describe what it is because you'll do a better job than I will. Yeah, so uh, the, the solar can puck does exactly the same thing as the solar can will do. Uh, but we've made a few tweaks, uh, which we'd call improvements uh, to the original Solar Can Classic, uh, from vibes that we've got from the community and how it's been used over the years. Uh, first of all, it's more discreet, uh, that's what we tell people, so it fits in with street furniture. You can pop a Solar Can puck on a lamppost and it will stay there all year because it kind of looks like it's meant to be there. A Solar Can Classic doesn't so much. Uh, and that's one of the improvements we've made, just the discreetness of the product and how it looks. Secondly, uh, it's infinitely reusable, which the Solar Can Classic can be reused, but it's not designed to be reused. It's just designed to be used for six months, say, and then you have your learning experience. Whereas the Solar Can Buck is for a little bit more impatient people who want to experiment and try things over one or two days or a few weeks. But still, you can still use it for six months and you get a beautiful circular image, which is uh, which, which we've seen over the last year or so. Uh, and yeah, i am sort of changed the packaging and I've marketed it up to be a more of a STEM-based STEM product or STEAM or STEM-based science, technology, engineering, maths for anyone who's uh, unfamiliar. Uh, I, I'm going to have to show you what the box looks like now because we've changed the box. Yeah. So... Uh, for the people who came to the photography show or the people who backed the Kickstarter, they would have seen this beautiful black box uh, with a shiny thing on top of it, a beautiful 16-page manual inside, acrylic stand that we called the Tremlet, etc. And I felt that packaging was perhaps a little over the top. Really, really nice packaging. Uh, probably the biggest expense of mine was the packaging. And uh, I wanted to improve that, but also reduce that packaging so it's uh, a lot easier. It was actually one of the first backers of the Kickstarter said, I'd like another puck, but uh, I don't want to buy all the packaging again because uh, it feels wasteful. And I, I really, really understood that. So we built this uh, new box, which uh, is a cardboard box. And the most fun thing about this box is that it's modular, fancy new word, uh, where you can take apart the box 
and turn it into a stand. Uh, so you get, you get a second juice out of the packaging, uh, which is really nice. So instead of the plastic acrylic stand that comes with the original puck, you get to make your own one out of cardboard. Uh, it also has the, the science experiment band that comes with it that goes around the outside to keep it waterproof. It comes with nine exposures, so nine circular exposures, which I may have talked to you about on a previous podcast about how hard it was to, to make those little circle bits of paper and all the cable ties and accessories that you need to pop one up. And, as you would have heard, just before we started this podcast, you'd also become a, a lifetime member of the Solar Can community. Non-transferable. <laughs> and, and the Solar Can community is amazing because I, I see these things, but you share a lot of them when people put them online on Instagram. And you've got a selection of pictures behind you. The images that people make with the Solar Can Classic, with the puck, they're stunning. They're beautiful, aren't they? I mean, you must. Are you still, having seen as many as you have, are you still surprised by what you see? Yeah, still amazed. Every single day when I get one sent through, uh, it's lovely to see the new puck images come through. Because, uh, of course, uh, the soda can is uh, expected to be used for a long period of time, so it took a long time for images to start to appear. Yeah. But the soda can pucks, it's designed to be shorter exposure times. So I've started to get responses far, far quicker, etc. So it's been lovely to see how people have been using them, experimenting with them and learning new things. And especially actually being here at the show today, a lot of people have come up to me who haven't messaged me online who said, oh, I bought one of these a few, a couple of years ago and I've been using it. It was absolutely fantastic. Well, please send me the image. That's the favourite part of it for me. Uh, but yes, it's still amazing to see the different ways uh, that people treat their, their solar graphs after it, the way they process them, the different colours that start appearing. And yeah, we've got a special submissions page on the SolarCam website now, so uh, people can submit them and we pop them on a world map and it's just being populated uh, very nicely at the moment. But I am still amazed daily. I'm not bored of it yet, and I have no plans of being bored of it, if that is the, uh, the question. That's fantastic. Um, one of the things that you highlighted, because the puck is, I mean, it's like the size and shape of a um, like shoe polish can. It's, it's much smaller, much more discreet. Or, or a hockey puck. Or a hockey puck. <laughs> what do I know hockey? Um, but it means that there is a much more to get. So what I'm intrigued by is what's the weirdest, most ingenious place that you've seen somebody stick a puck? Stick a puck? Uh, well, someone came in yesterday, showed one that they put in a car for four hours mm-hmm. and uh, it created this incredibly abstract image, which is very beautiful. It, there was nothing, no discerning idea of what it was, but beautiful rays of light over four Four hours on the M25, he called it, the most, the, the most boring title of a photograph ever, but the image was utterly, utterly beautiful. You could write a book, book about that, that's lovely. Yeah. Though, yeah. Uh, but I think I did one that was lovely, a personal one that I did. I, I ha- happened to find myself in Rome on a trade mission uh, earlier this year. It was at the Vatican City. I had no idea there's this obelisk in the middle of the Vatican City, which is like a sundial very solar can centric and so I had a moment of peace and I sat down south of the sundial with a solar can puck uh, right right south of it and I watched the sun pass from 11.30 to 12.30 past the sundial and I captured this one hour little exposure and although that's a a very traditional way of capturing an image it was it was a really magical moment for me and 
I'm hearing lots of stories like that from people where they're using it on a shorter. Yeah. Not short as in like a second, but short as in an hour or a yeah. couple of hours where people have used it like that. I think you can still get fantastic, amazing images. We'll have to see in a year's time, really. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, is that because it's so small, you can shove these in a bag, in a pocket, in whatever, and just see what opportunities present themselves. Um, Christmas isn't far away. I'm going to say that the solar pan, solar pan, cuck, no, <laughs> definitely not that, so, solar cam, fuck, is kind of an ideal Christmas gift. It's inexpensive, it's easily wrapped, and it's great fun. You could, people can go out and actually start enjoying them straight away. Um, where should people be going to get what is probably going to be this Christmas's must-have Christmas present? <laughs> That's right, it is. Uh, solarcan.co.uk, uh, you'll find uh, the Solarcan pack. And we ship worldwide. We go to every single country in the world. Shipping rates are very, very inexpensive, you'd be surprised. And uh, we've changed the size of the package so it fits through a letterbox as well so if you have a problem getting parcel deliveries etc it makes it easy, easier and I do highly suspect that this year for the first time the pup will overtake the solar cans sales it's sort of a bittersweet feeling for me but you'll have to ask me again in January how it's been I'm expecting my January will come up with the new thing to then overtake the pup Sam I mean listen time and tide waits for no man yeah. <laughs> Sam thank you so much enjoy the rest of the day here and uh, yeah Best of luck, fucking on. <laughs> oh, right. the, the puns make themselves. I was very aware of that when I, I came up with the pun. Yes. I thought I, I, I will not have to, to pun these or because other people are going to do it for me. Yeah. And thank you for yes. doing that for me. Enjoy the show. Hello to everybody listening. Uh, drop me an email. Uh, I always reply to everyone, and uh, I don't know what, how to wrap this up. I love, I love you, Graham. <laughs> I love you too, Sam. Bye. <laughs> and now I'm here with James Lane on the Zone Imaging Stand, another stand with an increasingly large amount of stuff on it. Once upon a time, we just had 510 Pyro, not anymore. James, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Graham. So the most exciting thing, I think, for this show is you've got a... Well, pretty much brand new product out. I think the um, EcoZone fix came out what, a few weeks back now. No, 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 it came out back in May. Was it May? Okay, well, this it's, <laughs> it's, been, a it's been a year. I've spent most of it in a coma. Um, but there, I suspect there's probably a lot of people who are not familiar with EcoZone fix. That is right. I'm going to get those names mixed. It's going to become Zone Eco Fix, Fix Zone Eco. That's fine. Um, tell us about EcoZone fix. Okay, so EcoZone Fix, it's, a, it's an odorless alkaline powder fixer. It's the only alkaline powder fixer in the world right now. Um, it's uh, split into part A and a part B. Um, and uh, it's, it's on a rapid fixer as well. So it uses ammonium chloride as a speed booster. As, uh, the, uh, it's the sodium sulfate-based uh, fixer. What makes it uh, a little bit more more environmentally friendly compared to other fixes is that we've got a, a collating agent um, for um, to deal with the hardness of the water, and that is uh, fully biodegradable. So we so uh, we um, so instead of the usual traditional DPTA or EDTA, uh, uh, we're using something different. It's secret. Um, so we yeah, we, we don't want you don't want a competition to know <laughs> what it is. 
but it, it's um, it's much better for the environment. So that's I'll take to make it a bit more environmentally friendly. Obviously, once you start using the fixer, you have silver in it. Yeah. But uh, so, uh, but um, if you de were to desilver it, um, then it, it would be some safe to put it down the drain and yeah. uh, and. and um, and much better. So, yeah. Oh, another thing about DBT and EDT, they, they are uh, fossil fuel sourced. Well, well, our ch uh, collating agent isn't. Um, so that was another reason why it's a bit better for the environment. Uh, also, it is borate free. So some other alkaline fixes or some neutral fixes, they use borates to raise the pH. We don't. Um, we we're again we're using something different for that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's been a big hit, um, uh, more than we actually expected. That's awesome. I mean, because yeah. a lot of people have been talking for a long time about wanting an environmentally friendly fixer. And yeah. as you've just mentioned, once you've used the fixer, once the silver's in there, it's not going to be environmentally friendly because the silver will kill stuff in the, the you know, biotic life. But this is a lot more environmentally friendly in general than the other fixes yeah. that are out on the market there. Yeah, it's thanks to that uh, collating agent. Uh, and we're also going to eventually have a liquid concentrate um, version. It will be ammonium fear sulfate based at this time. But we'll be the same same sort of environmentally friendly collating agent we're using. Uh, it'll be the similar name, Ecozone Fix Plus, that will we'll call it. Plus. Okay, but that will be uh, out next year because we're planning on eventually having printing chemicals. So we'll have a environmentally friendly paper developer uh, also, with stop bath, we're going to make it just a little bit more environmentally friendly again um, by using a, a bio source preservative for the stop bath instead of fossil fuel sourced. Um, uh, so that will be for next year. We're also going to have another developer coming out next year. Yes, that's great. I know we can't talk too much about that one at the moment, but that's yeah, it's very still a bit, still a little bit secret. But um, it is a, it is a very unique developer. Yeah. Both uh, characteristics for for the results and also um, how it looks yeah. <laughs> um, itself. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I was just talking to Sam about this. So just want to get back to the, to the fixer quickly. It's the yeah. exact thing we've got here now. Mm -hmm. So in terms of using the fixer, yeah. um, fixing times, how do they compare with what people might be more used to, you know, your Ilford rapid fix, something like that? Um, well, the, the powder fixer, so it's, it's a rapid fixer, but it's a little bit slower compared yeah. to liquid concentrate fixers. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's still rapid and you're still going to eat the usual two to five minutes. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no problem. Um, so um, um, it's, uh, it's yeah, as, as we're using ammonium chloride to, to speed it uh, speed it up. So what that happens is that once it's dissolved, um, the, uh, um, the, the, ammo it, 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 uh, the ammonium um, chloride reacts with um, with a sodium fear sulfate, then so you'll end up getting um, ammonium fear sulfate in there. Uh, but, uh, so that's why it speeds it up. But there ends up being a little bit less ammonium fear sulfate compared to a liquid concentrate fixer might would have because yeah. uh, sodium ions now in there too. Am I am I getting a little bit too technical? Yes, um, James. Yes, yeah. but, I mean you, you're talking to me. You lost me at all of the words. You did, but that's fine. I'm sure there are people listening who will, will understand what you're talking yeah. about. Um, and in terms of longevity of the fix, again, is that comparable? Well, uh, well yeah. Well, the liquid. Well, once it's um, once it's still powder powder form yeah. um, obviously years yeah. but I, mean, I suppose more in terms but, of but when you how many you can it. yeah and, yes. and how many can you I, I, like, 
would would you use it for a similar number of, are you going to get as many rolls of film out yeah. as many? Oh yeah, so um, we recommend 15 for a working solution, Yeah. but um, it can be extended up to 30. We've got customers that have been using as far as 35, Yeah. Uh, but of course, that's yeah. with uh, FOMA and Kentme films, yeah. got less silver in it. Yeah. Um, uh, and um, uh, and uh, as there's more silver saturation, uh, then uh, it starts slowing, yeah. slowing down from there, and obviously being used up physically. Yeah. Um, but uh, we recommend a 15 as a as like as a middle ground, because then if you're using a lot of delta and a lot of Tmax, then it goes down around 10. Yeah. So 15 is our sort of middle ground there. Yeah. Uh, we recommend. But uh, yes, if you're using a lot of foam on Kenry, you'll probably push it. A bit and good for both film and for paper. Yes, you can use it for paper too. Um, uh, we actually originally designed it for paper and fight in pyro. Yeah. But it will work fine with any film developer, any paper developer. Um, um, you can it's a, use it for, fil for film and paper, both of that, yeah. Yeah, that's actually a good point, because I mean, you mentioned at the beginning that this is an alkaline developer. Yes. Right, yeah. Because you told me before now that 510 Pyro, which is becoming an increasingly popular developer with good yep. reason, because it's a great yep. developer. Statistically 10th most user in the world. <laughs> Statistically 10th most user. And you told me, don't use it with an acid fixer. Yeah. And most fixers are acid fixers, aren't they? Uh, well, yeah, it's, I say it's about 50-50 now between mm -hmm. acid and, and uh, neutral fixers. Yeah. Uh, neutral fixers have been picking up traction. Yeah. Um, but, uh, of course, uh, a lot of people still use a lot of acid because it's been around longer. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, uh, with, our, with, our, with our fixer, it's designed that it's buffered. That it can handle stop baths, so people are using... Um, uh, another developer, but yeah. not Python Pirate, uh, let's say uh, um, Roginal, yeah. and, they, and they use a stop bath, it can handle stop bath just fine, yeah. so it will handle that. But we, but also with water, uh, it handles water stop bath just fine, uh, and, and since it's alkaline, it gives um, the best stain formation possible yeah. with staining developers, yeah. like Python Pyro. Yeah. What uh, a perfect combination then. Yeah. Um, the new developer, which I nearly said its name then, can slap myself. Um, that's something that looking at hopefully early next year. Yes, we're, we're aiming to do that, releasing it for, for that. We've, um, we've enlisted the help of, um, of RapidEye, um, a, a lab in London who are working on the film developing times. Yeah, so that's uh, a huge part of it, isn't it? Like, getting times so that when people buy these things, they can actually know how long to develop so it's, it's, it's really time consuming and involved process isn't it yeah uh yes definitely and it's uh it's uh, very um it's gonna be a very fun developer to to to, to work with yeah uh, 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 you can get different looks depending on the dilution That's so awesome. i'm yeah, very excited when we can finally release it and it's gonna be great um where should people be watching following going to to see the news of this new stuff coming oh actually um and to buy eco zone fix more and um, 510 pyro more importantly uh well I'll, I'll start off with a new developer actually a youtuber just made a video on it uh, okay. uh i didn't mention the name since i asked him not to uh he just okay <laughs> how are we going to watch his video if you don't mention his name oh no no no, no. i mean no oh no no he didn't not to mention the name of the developer oh, okay right yeah. sorry so he, he, you're allowed to mention the name of the youtuber 
Yes, I'm allowed to mention the name oh, of YouTube. So that'll it's, make things yeah. easier. Uh, so it's Roger from Shoot Film Like a Boss. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're good mates, go back a long way. Yep. Yeah, um, so he's just released a video of him developing Delta 100 in it. Awesome, well if you send me a link for that, I'll include uh, that in the we'll show notes. Do. We'll do. Um, and for buying our chemicals, um, EcoZone Fix and 510 Pyro, you can either obviously buy direct from us, we ship internationally all around the world. It's over 50 countries so far. Um, or you can get it from our many, many resellers. We have loads in, around the EU, different countries, uh, a bunch in America, uh, a few in Asia, uh, Middle East. Uh, I think it's in the UAE, UAE, but I'll shop in the Middle East. Um, yeah, around, it, around the UK as well, mm -hmm. obviously. Uh, where else? Oh, we've got one in Ireland. No, that's part of the EU. So, um, <laughs> There's uh, many. Uh, <laughs> go to the website. Loads. There'll be a list. It's probably. on our website. We, we do have a distributors page so with links, to, uh, with a link. Um, uh, so the website, zoneimaging.com? Uh, no, no, no. It's zoneimaging-photochemicals.co.uk. Good, snappy. Rolls right off the top. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit long, yes. Uh, we are also starting to resell... Um, uh, raw chemicals um, for people who prefer to home brew. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, it's still a small product range um, for that, but it will organically grow as, when we get more uh, more of our main products. Yeah. Um, um, so eventually, we're planning to eventually have around 20 raw chemicals uh, as for the for the product range for that. For all, for all the hardcore nutters out there, yes, like, like the yourself. <laughs> yes, like and, um, yeah. and Instagram, James, I know you're pretty active on Instagram. Yes, uh, we're most active on Instagram. Uh, it is Zone Imaging uh, Limited, that's L-E-T, uh, sorry, L-T-D. Yeah, yeah, Limited, yeah. Yeah, Zone <laughs> Imaging yeah. Limited. Um, yeah, um, and, uh, but we, we will repost stuff on Twitter. We're yep. not as active on Twitter. What's it called? X now. Yeah, it's called X. Uh, <laughs> so um, disapprove of that. Yeah, uh, we're also heavily active on the UK Film Photography and Darkroom Facebook group. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, which is managed me personally by me, but it is officially non-officiated to own imaging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make of that what you will, I believe. Well, James, lovely talking to you yeah. as always, even if I do only understand about 30% of the words that you say, but it's good. I'm really excited about this new EcoZone fix. I think it's fantastic. I think it's addressed an issue that a lot of people have had. I mean, making film photography more environmental friendly is a goal that we yeah. should be working towards. There's, you know, there's a lot of chemicals, a lot of issues, and that's a big step forward. Yeah, so congratulations on getting yeah. that done. I know how much work went into that. Yeah. And very excited to see what happens with the new developer next year. Yes, looking forward to it. Good luck with the rest of the show, James. I'm now at the stand at JFR Film here with Josh. Josh, this is your first analog spotlight event, I guess. Yeah, that's right. It's our, our first year coming to, to any analog event. We've been uh, just online so far, so it's great to do something in person. And how's it been for you this weekend? It's been excellent. We've met so many people and people who have really kind of engaged in the products that we have and, and have loved the look of them, so it's been excellent. So, uh, seeing as we said that, probably a good idea if you actually tell people <laughs> what JFR Film is. Uh, so we're an uh, online camera shop, uh, we sell uh, refurbished and serviced film cameras and we also offer repairs in a limited range of cameras, uh, we kind of specialise in Olympus Trip 35s and then some other manual cameras as well. 
And how long have you been doing this for now? Uh, so we've been doing this not too long actually, it's been about three years, um, so we're, we're relatively new um, and yeah, we've, we've learned a huge amount, we're still learning now, so yeah, hopefully we're, we're hoping to grow. And you're a, a young person with your life still in front of you, why, why did you make this choice? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I'm, um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm still at university at the moment. Um, I'm finishing soon, so I'm, I'm hoping to do this kind of full time. Um, but it's just, I started doing it and I, I really love doing it and I see no reason to stop. <laughs> <laughs> a dangerous one. So what got you into it? Did mucking around with repairing your own cameras sort of start you down this road or did just acquiring a lot of cameras and then having to justify it is that the way that went? It was kind of a funny starter a friend of mine had a had an Olympus Trip 35 and I decided to get one for myself and then I kind of picked them up here and there and, and started selling them just to kind of fund my own um, you know analog journey and things habit. yeah my habit yeah that is the word <laughs> Um, and then since then I, I kind of just started working on them like you know repairing bits and bobs and um, yeah found that I had a bit of a knack for it so yeah kept going and, and started working on lots more cameras I mean on the table here in front of us you've got a real cross-section of cameras now you've got a good selection of the Olympus trips the aforementioned Olympus trips many of them beautifully reskinned in some nice funky colors which I'm a big fan of because the world needs to be a brighter place in general um, what are your, like, in this, you've got point and shoots, you've got TLRs, you've got SLRs. What are your favourite kind of things to get in to deal with? Um, I mostly like to work on the, the mechanical cameras. I find them um, much easier to repair. We, we get a lot of stuff in that doesn't work and we'll repair it um, so that, you know, it can be used again. Um, so things like the Trip 35s, the, the Pen EEs are fantastic. And then SLR-wise, the Pentax K1000s we work on, we like those. And uh, the Canon A ones are always popular. Um, we like working on those. And so are you doing... So oh, right, you see you've got a nice, conveniently large sign there. So you do, as well as doing getting cameras and repairing and refurbishing, are you doing repairs and refurbishments for other people as well? So if people have got one of these cameras, especially, I guess, the ones that we've just talked about, they can get in touch with you and you can help them out with it. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's something that we've only recently started offering for customers, and we are keeping it on a, a limited range of cameras. Um, but if people get in contact and they want something... Um, specific done if we can't do it we'll forward them on to someone who can but most of the time things like just replacing light seals and things we can do that on anything um, you know cleaning up replacing parts this and that um, we'll, we'll do on pretty much any camera that's awesome and where should people be going to find you because you said it's primarily well completely an online shop where should people be going to find you for what you're doing uh, yeah so it's all online so uh, jfrfilm.co.uk and then also on Instagram is probably the best place to find us. Uh, it's jfr.film. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, I hope you have a good rest of the weekend here. Nearly, we only got a few more hours to go. <laughs> have you got far to go back home? Uh, not at all. We're, we're based about half an hour from here. We're, we're not oh, okay. students. So. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. That's yeah. good. That's good. <laughs> well, enjoy the rest of the weekend, guys. Thank you. Back in the kill room once again. It's actually, as it's just been pointed out, it's quite cold in the kill room. <laughs> I hadn't noticed, but that's probably a me problem. Um, and this time, I managed to call somebody who's here visiting the show, um, all the way from Germany, uh, Johannes Hibberlein. How close was I on that? That was really well, uh, Johannes Hibberlein. Thank you. And so we just got chatting down the show floor. You flew over here on Friday to come to this event. How's your weekend been? 
it has been really nice. Like the flight was three hours delayed from Ryanair, so yeah, it's not. Mm, it was a bit tricky, but now it's nice, and uh, the event is wonderful. So you, I, I wasn't here. I got here the tail end of yesterday. You've been here the whole time. What have you seen? What have you done? What have you been enjoying during your time? Um, talking to the vendors and um, doing a photo walk, like meeting new people, like. Uh, it's really interesting, and for me, uh, I'm the manufacturer of a light meter, the Hedico Line 2, and talking to all the manufacturers and uh, vendors, uh, like exchanging ideas mm -hmm. and experiences, it's really nice. Yeah, you were just showing me your light meter. It's, it's, so this is a, a hot shoe light meter, digital hot shoe light meter. It's a really nice, compact little unit. Um, and you're saying you're on the version 2 of that now? Exactly. Uh, I had a Kickstarter in 2020 and uh, I sold the first version up until uh, uh, last year. And now, uh, starting February, I released the uh, second iteration, the Line 2 of the um, Hedico Light Meter. And yeah, it has been pretty successful so far. And um, yeah, quite happy with it. So, what's the difference between version 1 and version 2? I know it's the dumbest question, <laughs> but uh, why? why is there a version 2? Uh, version 2, the primary reason is honestly for me to make it easier for me to manufacture. Um, the first version, it was very much handmade and uh, it had a 3D printed body and bench sheet aluminium uh, uh, panels. And I had some difficulty manufacturing and I also had some ideas to uh, just add some functionality to, to uh, the meter after using it for a bunch and having also feedback for you from users. And basically, I incorporated the feature, uh, features users wanted and made life easier for me for assembly, for manufacturing, and uh, then uh, put out the version 2. And, I mean, events like this where you've got a lot of people who have been through a similar process or are bringing products to market, so you've got people like... Steve Lloyd from Chroma Cameras. Yeah. Um, you've got Hamish Gills here, who obviously yeah. brought the Pixelator to market. You've got Sam Solican. You've got uh, Dave at Alfie Cameras, who's just had the titch. How useful is it to get together with people and, and exchange ideas and experiences? It's really great. Like, you ex just uh, talking about like the problems you have and uh, so the resources you use and how you solve problems, it's uh, really great to exchange with other people. And like, I basically talk to almost everyone you, uh, uh, you named now. <laughs> and like, there are some problems everyone has, some problems uh, like uh, Alfie, uh, uh, Dave from Alfie, we talked about light meters because he had like some issues uh, developing his uh, light metering for his Alfie camera and we exchanged some information and uh, so maybe we even uh, help each other out mm. sometime, I don't know. That's been, uh, it's the nice thing about, uh, in general, the analog photography community is that there is a lot of cross-pollination of ideas and, um, and that's been the thing that increasingly as these conversations have gone on is that the analog photography community or, or the analog photography world is in, a, it feels like in a really good moving forward place at the moment. There, there is, continues to be more and more new stuff being developed. And the quality of that stuff seems to be getting better and better. Um, and it, it's, as it becomes iterative, you know, you're on version two now, 
um, it, it seems to be just really solidifying. And have you got more plans beyond this? You know, you've got your light meter. Have you got more plans to do more stuff? Um, I don't know if my next project is going to be in the analog space. Uh, it's still going to be broadly in the photography space, I think. Uh, but uh, what I'm seeing, like, uh, we have more opportunities as smaller manufacturers to start something, like uh, the Alfie camera. It uses, like, um, MJ, uh, or how it's called, MJF, uh, multi-chat fusion, and, uh, or I don't know how it's called, like uh, uh, 3D printing mm -hmm. in uh, high quality in combination with uh, traditional CNC machining. And like there's more opportunities to uh, do more complex um, machines, more complex uh, products, um, and that at smaller scales. Uh, like the analog space, it's uh, growing, and but it's still a niche, I would say. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, not like tens of thousands of units, it's like thousands of units. But um, yeah, it's a space where there's uh, opportunity to do new projects now. Yeah. So if people want to go and look at your light meter, um, which I said is a really, it's a very beautiful um, looking little light meter, um, which will fit on the top of a camera very sweetly, um, where should they be going to find out more? Uh, at my homepage, hedeco.de, h-e-d-e-c-o.de. -E -E uh, it's my homepage. There's a link to my web shop, and you get more information on the light meter. Uh, also, some applications. I offer lots of adapters, like for uh, Rolleiflex or uh, other TLRs, and also a slim one for uh, the Hasselblad uh, 500 series cameras. So it's great to adapt to most cameras. Mm -hmm. That sounds awesome. Well, listeners, do go and check it out, because like I said, they are a really nice little unit. I've, I had not seen your stuff before, um, but now that I have, <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> that I have. And I know you've got another week now in the country. You're heading down to London next. Exactly. Are you hoping to get much photography done whilst you're here, or is it more just enjoying on, <laughs> the, on, the cold weather of, of October? And honestly, it's more about just getting away from uh, Germany. And, like, I will do some analog photography, but it's not my major... Uh, Recently, it's more like having vacation and having some time off. Like, it's my, the first vacation in like three years. So, yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. Well, enjoy the rest of your vacation, enjoy the rest of your time at the Analog Spotlight. And thank you for talking to me today, Yanis. No problem. Thank you very much. I'm sat here now with two Analog Wonderland ladies of power, the fabulous Karen Freer, and oh my god, Amy, can you believe? <laughs> Your surname has just instantly fallen out of my brain. Farah. Farah. Say with Farah. F and F. Yeah. Um, you are both here. This is an This is what always happens at Analog Wonderland stand. You're here doing all the work. Paul, nowhere to be seen. How's your weekend been? So busy. Yeah. Yeah. So yesterday, Saturday was definitely the busiest day. The doors that she opened at 10 and it was a stampede. A <laughs> yeah, a swarm horde of uh, yeah, film photographers. And yeah, we did a really we did a lot of sales, it was really good. And we met loads of people. I saw loads of people I recognise and know from different places. It was yeah, it was good. Today's been much more chill. 
which is good because I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all appreciate the quietness today. Yeah. But it's nice to see people coming back from yesterday as well. Yeah, I think it, actually that's true. It's nice for people who did get the two-day tickets or who have just come today that they can come and have a more to talk to people and have a, a more of a chat with people and not feel like it's I mean, it's like for me personally <laughs> here trying to record stuff it's great <laughs> i'll be able to catch, catch everybody it's fantastic um so amy you a fairly new member of the analog wonderland team yeah that's right so what what is your role at analog wonderland so my role is community and content marketing manager, mm -hmm. bit of a mouthful. Yeah. Um, so I've taken over from Emma. So um, yeah, things like this, dealing with the community, um, working on partnerships, speaking with people, a lot of social media stuff. Yeah. Um, putting some posts out there, making us look like videos as great as we can. Yeah, <laughs> dealing with all of the lovely people being jerks when you put some. Oh yeah, there's a bit of <laughs> that. Don't as like. well, but Mostly, mostly positive. Mostly so, positive. It's good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. And are they treating you well? Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone's so lovely, welcoming. Um, it's really nice to be part of a community that's just, I don't know, everyone's just so kind and welcoming you in and you don't yeah. feel... I mean, I'm a little bit of a newbie with film photography, but I don't feel that way sometimes because yeah. there's a lot of people to ask and no one judges you. Oh. Everyone's at different levels. Mm, anyway. I mean, nobody, nobody in this sphere judges you, but again, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're dealing with the internet. I assume you're, you have made a very aware that everyone's going to judge you, especially in Yes. <laughs> there's one or two, but mostly positive. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So, what's been going well this weekend? What I mean, I'm going to assume that it's colour film. It's always colour film these days, right? Yeah, but do you know what? So last year we didn't really have any colour, and everyone was like, "Where's the colour? Where's the colour?" And we were like, "Sorry." And this year, loads of people were like, "Where's the black and white?" <laughs> yeah, funny, and we were it? like, "Oh no, we should have brought more black and white with us." Yeah. Um, so yeah, can't please everyone, I suppose. But yeah, there's definitely it's nice to have more colour. Yeah. Especially like gold and Ultramax. Because yeah, a lot of nice people, like newbies, they want to shoot something that's like not too expensive and yeah, yeah, and that's great. So. No, it's good. You got a great display of color film here and all the classics. Yeah. You know, you got your Ilfords, your Kentmeres, and it's good. It's good to see. Um, did you get to go on the photo walk yesterday? I didn't because it was just really busy. But we sent Amy out yes. today. I've just been today. I've just got back. Okay, how was it? It was really good. Yeah, the light today was incredible. It so does look very nice out there. Every corner you turn, it's just a shadow. Everyone's nice. <laughs> so you said that you've, although you've been with the company for a little while, you're fairly new to analog photography in general. Yeah, so I um, studied photography at college, um, so I did all the darkroom stuff okay, sort so of 10 got years ago. Yeah. yeah, so I started off with film really, yeah. um, but then I went to university and studied photojournalism. Mm -hmm. So again, still with the sort of photography yeah. stuff, but that was completely digital mm -hmm. just because of the nature of the work. You know, it was all editorial press, fast shooting, live shoots, we had to get it back to clients and things like that. Um, so I guess I kind of lost the film side a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then you just get the, I don't know, I think coming out of uni is always the panic of what am I going to do now? It's so hard to get yourself back into that space in a yeah. different environment, yeah. moving home as well. So I went into marketing, lost the photography for a few years. Mm -hmm. 
So now this is just the perfect job for me, you know, bringing the marketing and the photography together. So when you went out today on the photo walk, what camera did you take with you? I took uh, my Minolta X300S. Okay. So it's given Another to me. Another Minolta shooter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and Emily. Yeah, it was given to me by a family member. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've got a few hand-me-downs. Um, but yeah, that's the one I used at college. So that's the one I'm most comfortable with. And yeah, it was it was good. That I really enjoyed awesome. it. <laughs> that sounds really awesome. So now that you're in charge of social media side of things, yes. things like that, and now that we're, I assume you're not going to let Paul anywhere near it again, he's, he's, he had this trip. <laughs> he, he tries, got, he tries. He tries, we make sure you stop him. What can people expect? Have you got big plans for what you're going to be doing going forwards? Um, yeah, we've got lots of exciting things coming up, um, which are under wraps at the moment, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, so yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. And it's, I think, well, I guess welcome to the fold. Um, yeah. I hope you, I mean, after this weekend, you've got a pretty good idea of what you've let yourself in for. Um, so if you hand in your resignation on Monday, we'll know the reason why. No, no. But I look forward to seeing many more of these. And enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you so much. <laughs> I've returned to the kill room here at the Analog Spotlight and um, I've managed to track down the rarest of things at an analog photography event, I've managed to find two bearded middle-aged white guys. <laughs> and I'm delighted. This is the first time, for, certainly for me to speak to them, Dan and Dave from the Leicester Lo-Fi Darkroom, who have been here all weekend doing demonstrations. Uh, gentlemen, how's it going? It's going really well. We've really enjoyed it. It's nice to be among similar nerds to myself, I suppose. Yeah. And you were here last year as well, weren't you, both of you? Yes, we were around... Well, here we were at the event uh, when it was in uh, Worcester yeah. and we were running an Afghan camera then and uh, today we're uh, teaching people how to develop in Kafanol which is basically coffee. Yeah and I'm delighted to say that there's no noticeable stink so that's good because that's always been the thing that I've been led to believe goes along with developing Kafanol is a certain stink. Is this fair? Well we warned a lot of people that it would stink and I think if you keep on warning them <laughs> Yeah. Come the moment yeah. that it just smells like a bad cup of coffee. Yeah. No one complains. Well, last year, am I right in saying that you were in the same room as um, Willow with his tintypes, who really had the monopoly on stink? Oh, yeah. No, we were next to next it. To we, we were talking to a really nice uh, uh, camera repair person. What was her name? Max. 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 Yeah. yeah, she was great. She yeah. was. Yeah. But, yeah, we, uh, we, we, we were near but the stink, but not... In, in, the, in the middle of it, as it were. <laughs> Stink adjacent. Close, yeah. uh, to be honest, anywhere, because the the event space this year, the non-such galleries, is non-such galleries, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's great, it's huge, it's so, I mean, well, hence us getting this cavernous kill room all to ourselves at the moment. Um, it's an amazing space. Uh, way more room than there was at, at the kiln last year, which was compact and bijou I think it's fair I mean there were literally demonstrations pretty much going on in the toilets there I think um so <laughs> I'm laughing because we've done workshops we've done workshops in the toilets in well, the past we, we, we set up dark rooms because the, the toilets are the only place where the yeah. water is so like oh disabled toilets we'll set up a dark room there yeah, yeah. yeah we have done that yeah that was mad <laughs> at LCB yeah and there were it was hard to see people and especially the well the kids are only like half our size coming in with pinhole cameras. We just couldn't see them because they, they walked underneath us. <laughs> <laughs> so, Leicester Lo-Fi, 
I am familiar with you guys from seeing you last year, and also I've heard about you guys before. Have you? I have, yeah. Less what than, did you hear? Nothing good. Uh, and that's why I wanted to get you into the kill room <laughs> and dispose of you both <laughs> in a clean manner. No, um, just you, there are community dark rooms and photo clubs and relatings around the country, but Leicester Lo-Fi seems to be not just more active, but it, it seems to be doing stuff in a kind of a, a step-up way. That, tell me, to, what, what's going on with Leicester Lo-Fi? <laughs> what have we done? I have no idea. Well, it's a bit like what we, we talked about in the car yeah. here. We, we, we like to take a process and do something with it. In other words, don't just learn the process, but we want to then do something with the process and invent stuff, create stuff, be creative with it. Mm -hmm. So we don't get obsessed with... Do let, let me choose my words carefully. We do get obsessed <laughs> yeah, we with get the process, obsessed. but we don't get obsessed with just the process. Yeah. The process is just the beginning of yeah. something else, and we kind of don't know where we're going with things quite a lot of the time. And just for the benefit of people who are listening but not seeing, I'm waving my arm yeah. right out there. <laughs> we, 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 take, we take the process as a beginning point and then keep going with it. And, and I think... And I find it so easy to do this in the company with Dave. Don't take yourself too seriously. Mm. Don't worry too much about the outcome. See where it goes. See what works. See what you like. See what you can be bothered to do again. And just keep doing that. Yeah, you, you, you've got to embrace the mistake because those mistakes might be a beginning for something. They might not be, but yeah. yeah. And, and you, you sort of like look at it and think, no, I don't, really don't like that, but somebody else might. So we, we sort of like start these things and we will mix it with another process, another technique, and then start thinking, okay, artistically, what can we do with this? You know, let's sort of like do patterns with it. Let's do um, uh, print negatives on it. Let's mix the two up and, and just sort of like keep going until you find something that you like and... And in amongst all of those rejected things, something somebody else will like one of yours, and that they'll set set off on a whole little path on their own. So yeah, it's it's the process, it's messing with the process, it's finding how to use it in an artistic way, mm -hmm. and when it stops being fun, stop. Basically. Yeah. Well, not that we'd know though, because it just hasn't stopped being fun, and that's why we haven't stopped. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I think the the other good thing. So all of that's true, but then the icing on the cake, being being in the company that we're in, it's good to bounce ideas off each mm -hmm. other because you might do something and you think, oh god, I really hate it because of this or that or the other. Because we do stuff that doesn't work the way we think it would work all the time. And if if you're that person, then you can think, oh, it just didn't work. But then other people will say well, I like this or this or this or this about it. And the range of people that we have at Leicester Lo-Fi, there always seems to be somebody who knows something about something that you hadn't thought of or approaches it in a way that you didn't think of. And in that way, well, it just helps with the creativity again. So I think creativity, <laughs> creativity is what's coming up again and again here. It's great. I mean, uh, from a couple of points, I mean, the first thing is the fact that you clearly love Getting trying these different processes, doing these different things, and you know, and I, I see quite a lot of people on Instagram, or whatever, going, "Oh, look, I'm experimenting with this. I'm trying this," and so often, the it's to to try the process and to do the process, which is great. And if you're enjoying that, great. But 
taking that next step to go, okay, now what can we do with it? How can we make something that's interesting and artistic or brings me pleasure with it? That sometimes feels like that step that doesn't happen. People go, oh, look, I've managed to, I've managed to do this. I've exactly. done this thing. I found a hard thing and I did it. And look, here's a, here's a boring picture, but it's, look, it's properly done. Like, great, now I'm going to move on to the next thing. But okay, I'm not sure. So I think that that's great. I also, I, and I think that this analog spotlight is a great kind of echo of what you were just saying. Like getting other people and other people's input on things can transform the way that you might look at a mistake or yeah. a, a pointless endeavor and um, and go, oh, actually, maybe this thing that I've just done wasn't a complete waste of my time. Maybe this, as you just said, yeah. is a stepping stone to something that I'd never even thought about before. So how big is the Leicester Lo-Fi group, or is it just the two of you? <laughs> <laughs> there is several ways. There's of, layers of yeah, it, really. there's definitely layers. Well, there's the, the sort of what I would call the core members, which is the people that actually have the keys to the place, mm -hmm. which is tiny. It's just like four, four of us. Yeah. And then there's the people who turn up all the time, which is probably about another... Five or six, but seven. But that keeps changing. It doesn't. Keep it? Changing. it evolves. You know, sort of like six months later, it will be that group, yeah. a hardcore group, will have changed slightly. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and then there's the outer group, which is I don't know, twenty, thirty, and that keeps evolving. Every week we have new members, um, but uh, different people have different cycles, so they'll they'll. They'll come once every six months, or they'll come every few weeks. They'll like shoot a film and then come a couple of weeks later when to develop it and this sort of thing. But then there'll be the other people that are obsessed by right. I really want to nail this photo, and they come back weeks, 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 and then they'll right done it now, and then we'll, we won't see them for a few weeks and yeah. that sort of thing. So it, it, it's different for each individual, and and I think that's. Our community is a lot of individuals rather than watching, trying to watch what happens to this group of people. It's sort of like it's just chaos, and we love that. Yeah, definitely. That describes things pretty well, I would say. Yeah. You've definitely got the bingers who turn up and just go crazy for a while every week. We've yeah. got the ones that will turn up every week or two. We've got some people that just turn up for film night. We have a film night once a month. Um, just to show a photography mm -hmm. film or a film about a photographer or oh what's that one that Daryl's found about the the series where there was some private detectives and there was a ghost oh, that exists right. in every okay, photograph. Okay, so yeah, this Randall is the, yeah. No, no, not no, no, that's the other um, one. Sapphire that's and the other Steel. Sapphire so and we, yeah. Steel. So with the, this is going to be like a our um, um, Halloween film oh, yes, so it's sort of like we do like serious ones about serious photographers but like last christmas we had oh, God, we yeah. found the worst it christmas film there might have been um, an even we could worse one this year. yeah uh so last year was santa santa versus the martians or versus the aliens yeah he got he gets abducted yeah. by some aliens it's a 60s totally whacked out like sci-fi film mm -hmm. about santa being abducted by yeah. aliens yeah. at christmas <laughs> and he saves Christmas, Thank or God. his helpers yeah. and some other people save Christmas by defeating the aliens, and then everything. Spoiler happens. alert! Sorry for anybody who wants to watch that film. Who'd have thought he'd <laughs> say that? Yeah. But it's sort of like it's just again, it's in injecting the silliness in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, because I, it's Although like I felt really guilty for choosing that one. I went off. 
to help somebody else in the middle of the, the film that I chose because <laughs> I thought, well, it sounds like a laugh when you suggest it in the pub. But after about half an hour, I was thinking, well, I'm not going to laugh anymore. We're only halfway through. Oh, look, someone needs some help. I'll help them. I'll leave you to watch my shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> it was fun for the others. And yeah. do you know what? The reason I had that DVD is because Lorna, who I live with, <laughs> was throwing it out. <laughs> so I could never watch it again and spoil Christmas with it. <laughs> so I took it to Lester Lo-Fi. But, yeah, it, it's nice to have us thought of... Uh, one of our other organisers, Daryl, is really good at design. And um, as a group, because of that, we have a, our own aesthetic really yeah. so we always play music um on an old record player uh during the night and it has but to be cheesy vinyl cheesy vinyl of someone you probably vinyl, yeah. haven't heard of yeah. um, can you give us an example oh django reinhardt is on there yeah um surf oh, music the latin yeah. dance championship music from 1960 something that's quite mm-hmm. a good one yeah. actually yeah. old hammond organ hits oh, yeah. hammond stuff go-go. like that yeah, I mean, if you need, if you need um, the non-stop hits of Mrs. Mills, we we've got it. it. We we've have got it. it. Yeah, is it oh the one with God. penguins on the yeah, cover? Uh, yeah, uh, and, and not another flipping record that yeah. one is. <laughs> sorry, so very brief. Though, my brother brought two hundred LPs. No, I think three hundred LPs sight unseen because he thought he's going to get some good stuff. And let's just say that the non-stop. Honky Tonk Party Hits of Mrs. Mills was kind yes. of the level that we're at. That's what we play. Oh, yeah. boy. But I'll, I'll <laughs> put my brother in touch with you. Honestly, no, no, honestly we, yeah. I mean, we, what is played is we sort of know, you know, that fits in with our aesthetic or not. But it's like none of us would actually play this stuff at home. Yeah. Oh, God, no. But it fits in yeah. with lo-fi. On the little old record player yeah. with its crackly... Mike, by the kettle, by the kettle and the pile of biscuits, (laughs) which is something else that makes us tick. Yeah, we're big on biscuits. We we had an uh, exhibition uh, a year ago on our 10th anniversary, and we had a meeting about it, and the main thing we were talking about is what biscuits we were going to have. And if anybody would like to sponsor us, I mean, it would be nice to be sponsored by Ilford or somebody who makes cameras, but if a biscuit manufacturer would like to sponsor us, We'd be very grateful. Okay. Any we'll particular for biscuits? Um, any, any particular preference here? Um, old fashioned or just very unhealthy? Yeah. I mean, Ob- I hobnobs. Don't, again. Hobnobs. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was hoping somebody would come with a good hobnobs. chocolate yeah. hobnobs. Chocolate hobnobs. Yeah. Very yeah. yeah. They're the best biscuits. I, I mean, I love all biscuits yeah. equally. This is, but chocolate hobnobs. Yeah. <laughs> I, our, our original membership forms would have like name, address, and also it would have you know, favorite film and favorite biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. And how you have your tea. Yeah. And well, we haven't, maybe we'll still do this, but we were going to have mugs with our name on it and how we like our tea. Mm. So that if you have to make someone a cup of tea, you just look at the mug. So is this like, so you basically go, oh, someone's put bourbon as their favourite biscuit and you just kind of know you can't actually trust them. <laughs> they'll, they'll never be a key holder. Yeah, but then there's rich tea. Oh, God, yeah. 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 It's it's like like someone actually put rich tea and thought, oh, no. no, don't want you but as a member. But this run out. Yeah. You might just... I mean, look, you're not going to not eat them if they're there. No. Um, yeah. But you see, we've come round to biscuits. We've come round to biscuits. We do this. It's sort of like we'll go off at a tangent. TTB, time to biscuits. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, I like it. But that is one of our attractions. But if you're really <laughs> not into <laughs> that, then... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Biscuits is one of our attractions. Yeah. yeah. 
But then that's a less than low fi yeah. thing, isn't Tim, it? Tim we, yeah. we, we don't just talk about photography. We know a lot about it. Yeah. But it's definitely not just that. We it's, don't just talk about talk. We yeah, also we eat don't, biscuits. We don't, yeah. yeah, we also eat biscuits and yeah. talk about a lot of other things as well. <laughs> like me, I, I mostly just eat biscuits. But um, oh, there's a place for you. Don't you yeah, the, the <laughs> eating biscuits. Um, why? So last year you had the Afghan camera, which is yeah. very cool. I, I saw it in hurried passing, but didn't. So the Afghan camera. I'm going to have a stab at describing it, which is pointless because you're both sat here. But that is a camera. It's one of those things. One that. Guys, it's one of those things. I'll go on describe it's one it. of those what, things. What does it look like? It's one of those things that looks like a camel. <laughs> no. It's, so you take the picture and then actually develop the picture all in the same box, basically, yep. right? That's kind of how that deal's yep. going on. Yep. So the we, box on top of the tripod that has a lens on it is the camera and the darkroom. You put your hand inside it, you load the paper up, you take the picture... Then you put your hand inside it again. There's a little tray in there of developer, a little tray of fixer, and out you pop with your picture when you're done. That's it's, it. It's pretty cool. It's, it's the kind of thing that is only... You could do it with a pinster camera if you were a borrower, but most people aren't borrowers, so... Well, we made the whole camera. And actually, we got into that guy's book, didn't we? The pinhole yeah, camera yeah, book. Yeah, the pinhole camera yeah. book. And, yeah, and it was like... I've forgotten his name. Um, Afghan cameras name. all over the world. Yeah. And he made this book, which is wooden, which is yeah. great. Blessing. And yeah, most of them are really posh. Ours looks like it's like just banged together quickly, <laughs> mainly because it, it was, was banged, banged together, together quickly. quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> made, made by it, the, it is the prototype. design of yeah. the guy who did the book. Have you made another one since then? No, we haven't. The prototype. It's the prototype Mark II, yeah. shall we say. Uh, we fixed it as we went. There's uh, the Afghan camera lady um, who uh, is one of our former members, now lives in Wales. She had her own built. And that's yeah. a lot smarter than ours. Yeah, she was waiting for us to do it, I think. But we were kind of so doing it. No, not like that. <laughs> she was starting yeah, by with it. Nice try, boys. Let me just take it from here. Yeah. Um, so why Cafenol this year? Because we can't do just the straightforward thing. It's sort of like, it's just not in our nature. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like, oh, but everybody does that. So we go, okay... We didn't want to go too complicated, so this is just complicated enough, just that extra little bit of, yeah, how do you develop a film with coffee? So, can I give a different answer? Yeah. And this is the good thing about Lester Lo-Fi, we yeah. all have different answers. We just wanted to make something up so that we could come here and chat to everybody and make it look like we were doing something. And, and, and then, but obviously we wanted to do something cool that worked mm -hmm. in that order. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's a pretty good reason too. I mean, like I said, it's a fun thing to do, to just be here. What's the response been like? I mean, uh, today is a quiet day at the moment. Everyone's off on the photo walks that's very peaceful here, mm. which is why I've managed to snag you guys because I think you've been very busy otherwise. You've After been the photo walk yesterday, we were very, very, very busy because yep. a lot of people went and took... Back to yeah, brought that film yeah. back to us. And our queuing system isn't really a queuing system. It's very much like how you get a drink at a bar, you turn up, there's a crowd, you go to the front, you mm -hmm. get served in the end. That's basically how we do things. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's what people did yesterday, and I suspect they'll do it today. Yeah. When they come back from the photo walk, they'll, they'll want to um, develop their roles of film, film yeah. and the, 
the response has been <laughs> surprise. <Yeah. laughs> surprise that it works yeah. and doesn't look like it was done in coffee. It's not brown, it's black. Yeah. It's a proper chemical reaction that yeah. works. And we have had consistent results. I must confess, I've had the chemicals for doing caffeinol in my shed for, I think, three years at this point. <laughs> and I'm definitely going to get around to it. Anyway, and I don't now. set yourself up like that. You're no. right. Just, you just, just say that you'll do it huh? later. I'm going to get around to it. It's going to get, gonna get done just as soon as I've finished up the 200 something feet of tungsten balanced tinny film that I've also got. It's on well, the to-do list. Yeah. I haven't done it before until yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was only coming here and watching what Daryl did that yeah. I learned. Yeah. And I think he thought I'd done it before, but I hadn't. Just like you, I'd been, I'd been meaning to get around yeah. to it. And then Daryl's gone off because he's been... He's been turned into a godfather or whatever for this christening <laughs> that you only just found out about. Mm-hmm. So he's off to do that. So we had to watch what he did yesterday so mm-hmm. that we can do that today. And yeah, yeah, and then, that's and how then it worked. Pre- and then today we pretend to be experts because we saw yeah. somebody else do it yesterday. Yeah, that. And, and the whole time we're yeah. thinking, what would Daryl say? <laughs> <laughs> but he's, but you're not, he's off at his christening, doing a speech or whatever he's doing. Yeah, but the best way of learning something is teaching it. Yeah, all repeated failure. Yeah. yeah. And you can combine those two things. Yeah, and but it's the best way of doing something. <laughs> if you can teach like, if you go, if, if, if you were in Leicester Lo-Fi and you were one of us coming to here instead of me or Dave, and all that stuff was in your shed that you haven't used yet, mm. yesterday, <laughs> you would have done it. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. The, 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 the thing about um, the best way of uh, learning is teach, uh, teaching is learning, whichever way I said, um, is w- one of the things that we do at Lo-Fi is um, we t- uh, say somebody's never developed a film, Okay, you will teach them how to develop a film, and then we'll say, right now, you teach the next person because that will consolidate their knowledge and also fill in any gaps that they haven't realised was there, and then they can learn from somebody else's mistakes. Yeah. They'll sort of like, oh, do I do it like this or that? And they'll go, oh, I didn't think of that. Okay, yeah, well, we'll try this way. So, it, it everybody's learning from everybody else, and when we teach a course. We'll sort of like, we've done this loads of times, um, here you go, everybody do this, and we will always see someone do something that we've never seen before, which is great, because we're learning from the people that we're teaching. Yeah. So that's kind of what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Where, so, I mean, I'm assuming that it's generally people based in Leicester that are part of Leicester Lo-Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody, and actually... I did. Uh, there's a gentleman. I think you spoke to him as well. I was a gentleman I was just talking to out there who is from Leicester and wasn't part of the darkroom. So if somebody is in the Leicester adjacent area and want to get involved, where should they go? What should they do? Well, the, the big answer to that is when we're only open on Wednesday afternoons from evenings. six till nine. Oh yeah, evening. I see. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's an evening. Six till nine. In the evening. Well, there you go. So, if anybody wants to get involved, now you know when. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, do you want to know where it is? If you'd like to know, I don't know, maybe some social media contact, or these people are not trained professionals in marketing. What? <laughs> we really are. We're terrible. Um, what about, really? is it, how, where can somebody people... else, like, I don't know, a broadcaster <laughs> yeah, or something, yeah. to I'll say my, these things, instead of just showing us up. 
Yeah. Your absolute incompetence. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm here to do. <laughs> so, no, social media, wh where's the best place for people to reach out and get in touch with the group and, and find out more? Um, uh, Bishop Street. <laughs> <laughs> Bishop Street Methodist Church. Right, Bishop well, Street Methodist. Well, let's do both of them. Okay. okay, so we're open, I think, was it a Wednesday night? It's, it's a Wednesday, Wednesday night. <laughs> um, it's or a Wednesday afternoon. I yeah, I don't afternoon. know. You've it, me the do day's it. moving up. Right, yeah. Early morning, Monday, <laughs> PM. On a, a Wednesday. 6 till 9 p.m. And um, you turn up at this closed church, and on the railings will be a doorbell, and you press the doorbell, and if the battery's working, we'll come up and let you in. So that's on a Wednesday evening. Um, now, if you want to know what workshops we're doing and things like that mm -hmm. we are on social media which could have been what <gasps> we were hinting about <laughs> um so we are on facebook we have email uh, we have carrier pigeon uh we're on instagram and we have a website um which you may be directed to the old website we've got a new make sure it's got a hyphen in the the uh, the website with the hyphen in is the new one. Uh, look at any of them and that'll tell you oh, any upcoming workshops. We're just working out what workshops, which will be our autumn, spring workshops. Um, and um, yeah, we, we've worked out what we're going to do, but not quite when we're going to do them or at the moment. Or how we're going to do them. Yeah, but well, we're going to do them. That's all. And actually, freestyle free yeah. One of them things that works is probably one of the what we'll do this time next year yeah. if we're lucky enough to be invited yeah. back to this. W which we have discussed. This. Yeah. Yeah. We go. What you mean that on the way here? Yeah. In the motor. Yeah. Exactly. We yeah. go. Let's do that. That was fun. Yeah. Oh. We, we, does do it? Yeah. Does we give it a name? Does it work? <laughs> no idea. Know. Okay. Let, let's organise a workshop. Then we've got to. Work it out. Oh, the Begotten works. Project. Yeah. I'm calling it the Begotten Project. <laughs> oh, you yeah. Just wait. It is called the Begotten Project for a reason that's really yeah, obscure. Well, that's, not, that's not, you know, let's have a and bit of mystery now. It's, it's final aesthetic it. rather than the process itself. It's going to look like something. And without wishing to be that guy, just so people know, what is the Instagram, Twitter, and website name that people should go to? Um, <laughs> I, mean, well, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm guessing, is yeah, it Leicester Lo... Hunt, hunt us down on Leicester Lo-Fi. Hunt yeah. down yeah. Leicester Lo-Fi, and that's yeah. L-O-Dash-Fi. You'll yeah. find yeah. them somewhere. Oh, yeah, or just turn up at this random address and push a doorbell that may or may not work. I mean, listen. Oh, yeah. it really always works. <laughs> and it's on Bishop Street. Yeah, it's it's on Bishop Street. Go down Bishop Street in Leicester yeah. and just yeah. sniff the air, scent the biscuits, go in that direction. Yeah. near the town hall yeah, by the fountain. Yeah, there's a big fountain. If you found the fountain, yeah. turn, turn your back to it and you're pointed at bank. Yeah. So go so the like, other way and that's If you came out the town hall and turned right, it's that church. Yeah. And the bell's there too. Yeah. Godspeed to anybody trying to make sense of this. Um, and what about you two gentlemen in particular? Do you have Instagram accounts that you know that you could like to share your work with? Uh. Uh, oh, I have, yeah. So I, I'm a photographer by day. Yes, yeah, so unbelievably. Um, so Not a marketer. <laughs> are you kidding? Uh, so mine's just David Wilson Clark. Um, and yeah, so I photograph theatre, dance, and performance art. Yeah. By day. Yeah. Awesome stuff. So the game, that Instagram handle again was David Wilson Clark. David All Wilson. is one. David Wilson, no hyphens, just no 
David Wilson Clark. And, and so obviously people see your professional work on there. Will they see some of your darkroom stuff as well on there? Yes, there's a bit of it. I always wonder whether I'm confusing people as to what the hell my job is. But um, yeah, you'll see dance and performance art and then the occasional um, luminogram and um, a bit of a cyanotype and a turmeric type and... I don't know, all sorts of rubbish. All sorts of other rubbish, that's good. Yeah. Dan, do you know uh, who you are? Yeah, I've just been looking me up on my phone. It's just <laughs> Dan Hessing, I think, in Instagram. Yeah, I haven't put anything on for a little while. Oh, you could, you could hashtag Danagrams. I've done some things called Danagrams. Invented a thing called Danagrams. Um, that's on there too. Yeah, have a look at it on Instagram. Maybe create a thing for your Danagrams. A thing. <laughs> an, an Instagram. Oh, just for Danagram. Or, or yeah. a building in Leicester that people could go yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you know any marketing people? <laughs> no. No. Do you? No. Oh. If you're a marketing person and you want to get in touch with Leicester yeah, Lo-Fi, you're wasting maybe. Your time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please write a letter. Yeah. Uh, our aesthetic is we badly market ourselves. <laughs> We're really good at that. Yeah, yeah. You're so smashing it. It's part of our charm. Yes. Yeah. I think we get by because we meet people and get on with them, <laughs> like not virtually. To be fair, if you're bad at marketing, you're in the right place. There's a, there's a, we've got <laughs> we've got a few of those in this oh, really? in, the, in this building. Well, yes, that's why I get on with them. Exactly. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time, and I will no doubt see you at the next one of these events with who knows what you'll bring next time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we what we're thinking what. of. But we've got an not. idea. Yeah. This is how it starts. We've got a direction. We're going to push in it. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. <laughs> and then we'll it'll bring go horribly wrong and we'll <laughs> go in a different direction. Yeah, but it will be a thing that yeah. we've done and in the end it'll look good. We'll Probably. If it's not looking good, it's not the end. Yeah. The yeah. Then we'll show you how to do it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, gents. <laughs>